at Kentucky Branded. When the Cats score, you score. That's right. Every Monday after the Cats play is Big Blue Monday at Kentucky Branded. Save 1% for every point they score, up to 30%. Only at Kentucky Branded, the Big Blue Nation's favorite place to shop for all things Kentucky. From the UK Sports Network, this is the Mark Stoop Show podcast. Now, here's the voice of the Cats, Tom Leach. Hello, everybody. Welcome in to another edition of the Mark Stoops Show. For the next hour, we will talk Kentucky football with you as the Wildcats come back home for Senior Day at Kroger Field. Wildcats will take on the Blue Raiders of Middle Tennessee out of Conference USA. The game kicks at 12 noon Eastern, and that means we'll start our coverage with the Countdown to Kickoff show at 10 a.m. Eastern, live from Kroger Field with Christy, Dusty, and Jeremy. And a chance to honor an outstanding group of seniors who – uh, on their way to their third consecutive bowl game as Wildcats. Uh, coming up on the show, we will take your questions for Coach Stoops. You can tweet those in at UK Sports Network. You can also give us a call or you can post questions on the Facebook page for Kentucky football, and you'll be, you'll be able to see a live stream of our show there as well. So it's the Facebook page for Kentucky football. When we come back, we'll chat with Coach Stoops, and then we'll open up the lines and the tweets and the Facebook posts for your questions about the Cats. This is the UK Sports Network. Welcome back in to the Mark Stoops Show as the Wildcats prepare for the senior day matchup with Middle Tennessee on Saturday at high noon. Uh, by the way, the uh, game with Louisville to close out the regular season, the time for that one was set today, and that will be 7 o'clock Eastern time. It's going to be televised on ESPN2 uh, down at Louisville. So go ahead and mark that one on your calendars for the uh, for the final game. Eat, drink, and be merry. Host your holiday parties at Malone's Prime Events and Receptions. Malone's is available for groups of 10 to 250. You can call 859 859- 977-2602. We'll get to some questions here in just a bit via the Twitter at UK Sports Network. You can also post on the Facebook page for Kentucky football, or you can give us a call. But uh, right now we'll bring in Coach Stoops. As you go back to work after a, a tough day in Knoxville, what are you talking to your guys about this week? Yeah, it's uh, it's always, you know, difficult, you know, to go back after a tough loss. And, uh, of course, the coaching staff jumps right back in on it really on the bus on the way home watching the film and getting back to work all day Sunday and then getting with the team today. And, uh, you know, we got to get back to playing with, with uh, you know, our attitude and our uh, desire and, and the belief that we had and, and, you know, our mentality. And we really haven't done that in the past couple of weeks. And uh, that's my job to get it out of them, to get to play uh, to the best of our abilities. I didn't feel very good about that on Saturday and, uh, you know, already beating a dead horse i accept responsibility for that but i got to get them to play harder that's the bottom line we could play better than we have and uh we got to do that you talk about playing with an edge a lot have all season and uh we've certainly seen that for the for the most of the year nobody's going to have that at the same level for all 12 games but you've got to find a way i guess to to have enough of it to get by on those days when it's not your a game well that's just it you know then it comes down to execution and, and doing things right and doing the little things and the details and the focus and in the energy, and you're right. You're not going to be on point for 12 straight weeks. You got to be good enough to overcome it. We weren't on Saturday, and uh, you know that's it's not okay. It is what it is, and 
you know, as I said earlier today, it doesn't diminish all the good things we've done today and or this year. And you know, we we were you know favorites in that game and didn't play up to it. You know, in other games we're double-digit underdogs and won. So that's the type of attitude and chip on our shoulder and, and the way we have to play every week. And uh, we didn't do that this week. Offense is is obviously struggling uh, to put up points right now and, and has been for a while. When you look at this, when you go back and look at the tape, I would think it's it's three maybe three things maybe it's more there's either a execution and it's probably all of these converge yeah. but you can maybe talk to the level of yeah. which there's a it's a ex- lack of execution yeah. or you just get beat one-on-one matchups out athleted whatever that is or it's the wrong play call what do you is there anything consistently that you see well you, you see all of it you know you you see you know there's never going to be a perfect call you know people think you know th- there are there are some things that are drawn up and you know, you, you can scheme somebody or trick somebody on a play here, on a play there. But generally, you know, that's not going to happen. You have to beat people, and you have to out-execute them, like you talked about. What's happening right now is we're killing ourselves on certain drives. It's one person here, one person there, a drop snap, a drop pass. Uh, we give up a pressure. Then there's good pressure, and we don't get a guy open, or we miss him, or he drops it. You know, and that's... Not winning formula. It's not winning football, and uh, it's not what we've done. We've we've won and been successful because we don't have. You know, we're not overly explosive. You know, you're not going to have somebody that's just going to run away from somebody or just make some miraculous catch and run and and all that. So we have to live on 12, 13 play drives, and we have to stay ahead of the chains and be efficient. And you know, is is you know, really, it looks like our run game has not been efficient. But in this past game, it really was. You know, about 63% efficient. That means on on 17 runs, they were four yards or more. That's the goal. When you're running it on first or second down. But but there's a lot of little things that pop up. It's like on the first possession. We run it efficiently, run it efficiently, run it efficiently. On a second down, we have a chance to to put our foot in the ground and go forward and make another 10 yards. We decide to try to bounce it. We get the third and one, and then we lose, miss the third and one. Well, uh, how do you know? I mean, that's a big play. Yeah. And those are the things that we have to go back and look at and be critical of ourselves and, and see what we can do better. But there, there's just been a combination of those things that, that make it very frustrating on everybody. I was looking at some numbers today. Back in September, you guys were first or second in the league in those runs of 10 or more yards or yeah. 20 or more yards. Now, in the last five games, yeah. you're down near the bottom of the league. Yeah. Is that something to do with how teams are playing you differently? Well, and again, Tom, it comes down to that. Listen, how many times have I said it? People, we could talk all about, you know, shoot, we could go back to being air raid. Whatever, you know, it comes down to rush yards and rush defense. We gave up 200 yards rushing, and we didn't rush for 100. Guess what? You're going to lose. Nine out of ten times. It's empirical data in the SEC. I've been through the analytics. You have to be able to rush the ball, and you have to be able to play rush defense. And when we do that, we win. When we don't, we lost. And that's not much different than the entire league. You know, so. Offensively, are there changes you can make? I mean, you're late in the season, and you've had success at uh, times this season. Do you tweak? Do you change personnel? Of course. You've got to realize we – look at things all the time and you you constantly try to put your team in a position to be successful so but you also have to do what you do you do you got to build on the good things you've done and and you will do 
And, um, you know, those are efficient runs against quality defenses when you rush it for four or five yards on first down. Now you just got to stay ahead of the chance. And uh, then we take our shots and we try to get the ball down the field, and then we may give up a pressure. You know, and, and we've done that. So when we, you know, when, when it gets frustrating or people think like we're just running it or just, you know, we, we believe me, sometimes we get behind the chains because we're trying to take shots down the field. And then we give up a pressure. Next thing you know, it's second and 14 or second and 15, and we're going to punt on third down. Uh, get, and, and guess what? Tennessee's the same way. Do you think they want to live behind the chains against us? They made all their hay on first, second down. Mm-hmm. And that's what we're trying to do, and that's what we have to do. You know, when you're, when you're living in the world of, of predictable pass in this league, unless you're dominant, unless you're maybe one of the top one, two teams in the league, uh, you're not going to be successful in predictable pass. One other uh, question. It's uh, Chance Poor. This would be his fourth game. Uh, do you have a plan for how you're going to play with him? Yeah, point? I have a plan. I'm going to work through it. I'm going to massage it a little bit this week. Uh, you know, I'm thinking about putting Miles out there this week just because Chance was a little off last week mm-hmm. as well. Come back to Miles, see how he kicks throughout the week. We'll see how it goes during the week. You know, if if we feel like Miles will give us the best opportunity to win the remainder of the games, he'll kick every game the rest of the way. If we feel like Miles is in a position to kick as well, and and Miles has done some good things. Mm -hmm. So uh, we'll see. All right. We're going to get to more discussion with Coach Stoops. We'll get to some of your questions. Tweet those in at UK Sports Network. You can go to the Facebook page, post them there. It's the Kentucky Football Facebook page. Or you can give us a call. It's uh, 800-606-4263. Uh, Inside Lexington, a direct call, 280-CATS, 280-2287. For the Mark Stoops Show on the UK Sports Follow the UK Sports Network on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and Snapchat for a behind-the-scenes look at Kentucky Wildcats athletics. Now, more from the Mark Stoops Show. Saturday's Kentucky MTSU game is presented by Fayette Heating and Air, Central Kentucky's premier HVAC service provider. All right, we'll get to some of your questions. Tweet them in at UK Sports Network. Give us a call or post on the Facebook page for Kentucky football. Uh, We'll start with one off the Twitter feed from Wesley. What's the team need to do to get the offense going against what he starts with? He says he sees no push from the offensive line. Yeah, again, I just said it in a previous segment that, um, you know, it's – critically important that you are physical and be able to run the football obviously we need to get the ball down the field and again we've tried and tried we, we're continuing to try you know and we'll work on that but you, you have to be physical you have to be able to run the football and um, then you know we have to play good as a team because to the offense's defense once we give up points and get ahead if they're ahead of us like that now, now, if you're playing catch-up in this predictable pass, again, that's not a good recipe. You have to be keep it within reason where, it's, where you can be balanced and run and play action, run and play action. Again, Tennessee made all their hay on first, second down. Why? Predictable third down is not where they want to live. You know, we're, we're pretty good. We're pretty efficient on third and long and can rush the passer, and that's where you give up, you know, that's where we get sacks, fumbles, turnovers, things like that. They did a good job of not having to do that. We need to do that. That's why we've won seven games. And uh, when we've done that in the seven wins, we've been efficient. And uh, we're going to get back to being that. We have to be that way. We have to be physical. We have to stay ahead of the chains. And then we have to convert when we have our opportunities at big plays. Speaking of rushing the passer, Josh Allen got a sack on Saturday. He is one away from the season record that Dennis Johnson holds and the career record that Oliver Barnett holds. And uh, three so games he's tied to get on that. those now? 
Um, I think he's a half behind yeah, maybe okay. or something. So, okay. yeah, one to break it on both of okay. them. Okay. And then uh, Benny, I think, is 323 away from Sonny Collins' all-time career rushing record. So some interesting individual things, among other others, uh, but those are two just that comes to, come to mind. Email question I got from Steve, Coach, uh, asking about Terry Wilson pulling the ball more on the handoffs to Benny. How much leeway does he have? It yep. seems like they're, he hasn't been doing that as much lately. He, he does have the opportunity to do that. That's a good question. It's a fair question. And even us, as we're watching it on – on Saturday, and we don't have the luxury of looking at it on film like we do on, on Saturday mm-hmm. night or Sunday, um, you're seeing reads that we're thinking that is a pool read as well. After looking at the film, there, there, were, there were some that were 50-50. That, that, that they had he could have. He could have pulled, but it wasn't necessarily a terrible read. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Everybody's going to check him now. You know, that nobody's going to just crash. On Benny, you know what I mean. What, depending on what scheme they're in, unless they have two coming outside, so uh, you know he has the respect that we want of when they're when they're handing it that the defensive end or the outside guy won't just dive in on the running back. So uh, the question is a good question. The answer is it, it's been very close. He, you know, we've he's given it and maybe gotten four or five yards. Where if you'd have pulled it, he also maybe would have gotten four or five yards. There's nothing that's been blatantly clean. There's also reads on the RPOs where he did make That's one. He did next. he did make one mistake on Saturday where he handed it to Benny on the draw that lost four yards and should have thrown. He should have thrown it. We we had an RPO on there where he should have thrown it and he was taught to throw it. And so um, I was asked that earlier in my press conference today. He's he's still making progress, doing really good things. He's not perfect, and they're never going to be. There's a lot of reads out there, whether it's an RPO, whether it's a give read or a pull read. There's a lot of things that are on his shoulders, and, uh, and uh, you know, so he, we're working through that. There was a couple of instances I can think of on sacks where he, he really had no chance. But what about no. as far as the way he's managing the pocket? What do you see? Again, there's times when he could step up. There's times when one time he spun out the wrong way when he could have just floated to the side that was protected. Um, you know, I saw the same thing with Gunner late in the game. You know, he had a good pocket and he could have stepped up in there. He had no reason to leave the pocket. Mm-hmm. You know, it's so easy to say that now when we watch film and it's hard on those kids, you know, it's hard on those guys. And, and when they are getting pressure and, you know, those are big dudes coming at them and surrounding them and uh, they have to make quick decisions. And, uh, but, but, you know, again, there, there are times when he needs to stay in there. There's times when he needs to step up in the pocket. I'll tell you this. I think overall he's getting better at staying in the pocket, stepping up in the pocket, and delivering the football. He's getting much better. And we've been efficient when we've had a clean pocket. You know, and so uh, that's, that's all of it. You know, there's a lot of things that go into it. We'll get to some more questions when we come back. It's at UK Sports Network on Twitter. It's the Kentucky Football page on Facebook, or you can give us a call. We'll be right back. It's the Mark Stoop Show on the UK Sports Network. Welcome back into the show for this Monday. Join Christy Thomas, Dusty Bonner, Jeremy Jarman for our Don Franklin Auto Countdown to kickoff coverage of Kentucky and Middle Tennessee. Starts at 10 a.m. on Saturday from Kroger Field, and it's a noon kickoff for the Cats and the Blue Raiders. We'll go to a call from Richmond. Sean, got a question about Jordan Griffin, right, Sean? Uh, yes, sir. Well, a couple things, actually. So I'm a, uh, I'm a U.K. lifer coach, and uh, I'm just so uh, proud of the job you guys are doing. And, uh, man, you know, I, I'm so disappointed right now just because I think I had visions of uh, Fiesta Bowl dancing in my head. Yep. Uh, and, uh, 
and thought we were about to get there. But uh, this, this year has been fantastic, and uh, um, I, I just hope we can get some things corrected and, and uh, just finish it off the right way. But uh, a couple of questions. Um, uh, one, uh, Jordan Griffin, I know we haven't seen him very much since the Murray State game, or at least it doesn't seem that way since he had the, uh, uh, the, the collision. And I was just wondering how he's doing and if he's just been passed on the depth chart or, or kind of what's going on with him. And then, um, and then also, uh, I've noticed uh, a lot of times when Terry gets pressured, he, when, he, when he tries to get out of the pocket, he rolls back to his blind side, uh, sort of towards the left tackle. And yeah. I, I didn't know if he had been coached to do that or not, but I remember I distinctly remember a play in the Tennessee game yeah. where the, the right side was was totally open, and if he steps up Sean, that way, Sean. he has plenty of escapability. Yeah, Sean, you're right. I'm gonna I'm not to cut you off. I'm gonna agree with you. On the previous segment, we were just talking about that and about Terry and in the pocket. That's exactly the play I was thinking of, where the one you just brought up. He spun out to the left. And he had room to the right. That's the play I think you're talking about. Is that right, Sean? Yes. Yeah. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. That's yeah, it. that's exactly you know, right. At Florida, at Florida, deep in the in the in the in our own territory in the second half, he gained probably I think 30 yards that's, on a third down doing that exact that's same ex- thing. It's exactly what we talked about. To the, and it, he also rolled exact, out that way yeah, and very, threw the touchdown to Booby. Very observant. Very. You're absolutely correct, and that's probably why he did it Saturday. He did spin out exactly like you talk about. Ran for a huge gain. And uh, and and that's that's probably habit. On Saturday, he should have stayed in the pocket or just slid to the right, and he had Lynn coming off open for a big gainer. But you're you're correct. That's that's a very observant, and it's absolutely correct. I remember one in Florida yeah. too, where he yeah. did roll out to the right. It's he did roll out to the right. He bought he had bought time, and and that's exactly what he could have done. But again, that's. Yes, you know, Sean's correct, and we saw it and agreed, and we'll coach him that way. And these kids have uh, 300 pounds monsters chasing them down. And, and, and they and, have habits to break. And, and, and habits to break and a lot of things, but that's, that's very true. And and, what about uh, Jordan Griffin? And then with Jordan, Jordan's, Jordan's doing fine, but it's, it is just a matter of other guys playing. Uh, Devontae's been doing some very good things. So when we were playing Mike Lowe at the nickel, then Jordan was back at safety, but now we've been playing Devontae some at nickel where Mike's been on the deep uh, deep half. So uh, it's just a matter of the way we're playing some of our nickel and sub packages. Sean, thank you. Question off the Twitter feed uh, at UK Sports Network from uh, Van Hiles, former players, uh, sent in some good questions before. He said he noticed a couple of things as he rewatched the game and wanted your comments on them. Thought a couple of key plays in the second quarter. One was a long run with about five minutes to go in the half where Tennessee ran it from about their 19 up to the midfield. Yes. And he said also something you and I were talking about a moment ago off the air, the incompletion on your last possession. Well, two great points. The long run, absolutely, you know, know, just ticks me off. I can't even say what I want to say on air. I can tell. But that's, you know, that's just, that's inexcusable because we had the, the offensive lineman controlled and the defensive lineman, instead of playing his primary, wanted to peek into an opposite gap, and it let it hit right up inside him, and it should have been a zero-yard game. You want to talk about frustrating. That, that's frustrating. And, uh, you know, that's you know, what we call primary. You know, until the back clears, you're a primary. You play your primary and not your secondary. And that just, uh, yeah, just really sets me off right now, to be honest with you. And um, 
The other one was the incompletion the other one was on your what, last possession. The, the incompletion, Tom and, I, Tom and I talked about it off air. You know, a lot of things that don't get mentioned, but you're right. They don't even get the ball back if we don't drop the ball. You know, we had a drop. Uh, you know, we had an opportunity to go down and score. Instead, they get it back. That's how close it is sometimes. So you don't ever know what one play it is that changes the outcome. You know, when, you're, when you want something desperately or you're feeling pressure as a player, uh, I would imagine you – sometimes can slip into trying to do too much or doing more yeah. than what is your job. But, Are you yeah. seeing that? Yeah, you, 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 you know, but, we, you know, there's no excuse for that. We've been through that. You know, we talk about those things in game one. Why? They're so amped up. They always want to do too much. I'm going to take care of my primary, do the secondary. You know what I mean? Just whip somebody's butt. Take care of your primary. Do your job. And Under- trust your teammates. Trust your teammates. And uh, doesn't, you know, just – yeah, well, move on. Well, let me let me get you something to make you feel a little better. <laughs> or I say something. Talk about your seniors. Yeah. You're going to have, uh, I think it's 16 of them that are playing their final game. Oh, the seniors. Field on yeah, Saturday, it, and they're going to be going to their third straight bowl game. Well, and not only that, Tom, but, you know, the, these guys, that th- if you just look at the seniors, they've been a part of the most wins in the SEC in, in, in conference. You know, we, we talk about, you know, we all want to hang on to, and I'm the worst, believe me, all I've want to do is hang on to the what it, you know what we didn't do good uh, but you talk about these seniors they've won the most SEC games since since uh, in the history of the school in the last three years and they've been one of the major parts of it because they've been playing for three years a lot of them so uh, again the, the most SEC wins in a three-year span in the history of our school and guys that, that, built, that, that, that they deserve a little bit of credit for that and guys that bought into a vision yeah. when that what that those kind of things weren't happening yeah yeah, the history of schools a long time. Yeah, and uh, they, they've they've done some really good things. And yeah, we're all pissed off, you know, that that we didn't play up to our standards last week. And uh, you know, but you also have to shoulder it, and uh, you don't ever uh, cast blame, you know, because blame is rooted in fear, you know. So you don't point fingers, you don't blame, you don't talk in small groups, you accept it, you look at it, and uh, you move on. And that 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 I expect will do. You win out, you win 10 games, and you're also, I think the last time Kentucky finished a season ranked was 84 after they won the bowl game. Yeah. Um, you would be, I would uh, well, well, certainly believe would be ranked. We're, we're working on eight. I'm worried about this week. <laughs> you know what I mean, Tom? Don't get ahead of me. But I'm working on eight, and when was the last time we won eight in the regular season? That would have been 84. Uh, how long ago was that? Uh, quick math, that's yeah. what, 34. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> All right, we're halfway home. <laughs> It's the Mark Stoop Show. We'll yeah. be right back. This is the UK Sports. To keep up with the cats, including free streaming audio on game days, download the official UK Athletics app presented by Hunt Brothers Pizza in the App Store or Google Play. You're listening to a UK Sports Network podcast. Welcome back into the Mark Stoop Show as the Wildcats return home for the final game in Kroger Field this season. It's senior day. Uh, the uh, 16 seniors that will be honored in pregame ceremonies. So not only make sure you're there, but make sure you're there a little early for this one for the senior day ceremony. Kickoff is at 12 noon Eastern time. For complete coverage of the Cats, like us on Facebook. It's at UK Radio Network. Follow us on Instagram. It's at UK underscore Sports Network. On Twitter, it's at UK Sports Network. And on Snapchat, it's UK Sports Network. Uh, let's get a call from Larry in Paris. Go ahead, Larry. Hey, Coach. Uh, Hi, Larry. First, I, first I just want to say, uh, I want to say thank you to the seniors. 
Um, it's actually been a real joy to watch them grow the last four to five years. Um, they've Thank done you. it the right way, and that's what I appreciate about, appreciate about, appreciate about them. Yes, um, sir. But I wanted to ask, you know, the early in the season, I noticed this is probably the most fundamentally sound uh, UK football team I've seen. Yes, sir. Uh, with these guys being tired and beat up, do we need to get more back to those fun- fundamentals this past week? I know it doesn't solve yes. everything, yes. Um, but is that something we need to work on a little bit more? Without a doubt. Thank you. And uh, great point and so true. And that's something that I talked to the team about last week. And, uh, you know, one of the most important things I talked about last week was energy and focus, you know, and, and uh you know, and, and, you know, that that's what I was most disappointed about because it's a fundamental game, and Larry's absolutely right. Ultimately, it comes down to blocking, running, getting off blocks, tackling, throwing and catching, simple things. Make routine plays look routine. And uh, we didn't always do that. And, uh, you know, and that's what we talk about all the time with our team. And under extreme pressure, your habits are going to come straight to the surface. And that's why – we want to have intense practices and mentally sharp and focused and and so under pressure it's just routine you know and their habits come right to the surface and we didn't always do that and uh he's absolutely right larry thank you coaches sometimes will use a term called game slippage which uh, i guess the best way to explain it is that something you do time and time again after you've done it time and time again and haven't gotten burned maybe you slip a little bit you don't uh get quite you get nine yards instead of 10 yards you get a little left instead of a little right or whatever it might be um tennessee hurt you with some big plays on saturday was, did you see any of, of that happening or was it just uh the right play versus the wrong defense well, i think you know you, you could attribute it to a lot of things and and but a big piece of it is that anticipation and focus and attention to detail and, and understanding off of some of the deception there's going to be some shots and, and everything's set up. And, and uh, you know, I just thought we were just fractions off. You know, they, they give, you know we gave up, uh, I think, the first offensive play, the pass interference, and then mm-hmm. and we were beat on that play. And it was the first play of every series. It, it was clearly it, yeah, a play. Yeah, every possession in 10, it was a shot. Yeah. And, uh, and, and then, you know, and then we started settling in and making some plays later. And, and, uh, but then it gets down to, like, the other – uh, person on Twitter or whoever pointed it out, but the long run. And, Van, and yeah. then oh, we're sitting there all the time. You're wondering what in the world's going on where it's just a simple thing. Play your big at. Yeah. And, uh, and so that just leads to frustration and guys trying to do too much and getting out of sorts. And, and that, and that hasn't talked, that hasn't happened to us. I think it was Larry, the previous mm-hmm. caller, you know, we have been so fundamental in doing things right and making teams beat you, you know, to win a game, you better stop beating yourself first. And um, we didn't always do that this this Saturday, and that's taking nothing away from Tennessee because they beat us. They outcoached us, they outplayed us, they beat us. Um, but but uh, we had been very fundamental up until that point and very physical, and uh, we weren't Saturday. So that, that we need to get fixed. Off the Facebook page for uh, Kentucky football from Beatty, do goals change for the team as the season progresses? Is that something you discuss with your team? No, I mean, we just really worry about one-week seasons, honestly. We want to win this week. And we want to win the day, and that's the truth, you know. And, and you know, we we have to do it the right way, and and um, you know, and not sit there and, and let it be monotonous and mundane. And you know, you you have to 
approach things with an energy and an attitude and anticipation and whether it's mental, whether it's in the film room, you know, walkthrough or, or practice, whatever it is. And, uh, and, you know, every week is different. And um, you, you just have to be on point and you have to play with that edge and that attitude or we're very pedestrian. But you know what? That's no different than any team I've ever been on. Yeah. I, I, I've told, you know, defense is just because I've been a defense coordinator and defense coach. And, but, but if you don't play with that sharpness, you know, and that edge and that attitude, you, you're pedestrian. And I've been on the best defenses in the United States. And when we weren't on point, it wasn't good enough. Now, we might have got away with it because we were more talented or whatever. And, and, but you just have to play that way or you're just pedestrian. And I assume you can't find – if you haven't brought that attitude into the week, it's hard to find it on Saturday. Without a doubt. Without a doubt. And uh, I can sit there and find every kind of coach speak analogy and different things and talk till I'm blue in the face. Um, but, you know, ultimately I have to find a way to pull it out of them. Uh, from Rick off the Facebook fe- uh, feed uh, with Terry, how often are you running the read option? Is it changed? The percentage changed much from earlier? No, we're still we're still running it. Uh, we, we are. Um, there's quite a few plays in there that that we we addressed this in an earlier segment when it was 50-50 whether he could have pulled it or not, and um, so you know we still are running it. And he has quite a few reads on him, whether it's a throw or a give or a give on a run play or a pull and run. So uh, there's quite a few reads on him. Got to get to a break. It's Kentucky and Middle Tennessee on Saturday. The game's presented by Fayette Heating and Air, Central Kentucky's premier HVAC service provider. We'll be right back. You can tweet us at UK Sports Network. You can post on the Facebook page for Kentucky football, or you can give us a call, 800-606-4263, or inside Lexington, 280-CATS. That's 2287 here on the UK Sports Network. Welcome back into the Mark Stoops Show. Uh, send us in your questions. Um, we'll get one here off the Twitter feed from Bill. Uh, and this is something uh, SC fans talk about, not only for, for your program, but for a lot of teams. But he said, I'd like to know why we're always in shotgun formation on third and fourth down and short versus under center. Yeah, it's just kind of who, who we are. And a lot of teams are like that. You could look across the country. Gun teams are gun teams, mm-hmm. you know, and, and – we used to do some under center, and it's a valid point. Uh, I get it, and uh, we can do some under center. And be honest with you, I brought up the same question last week on third and half yard. Yeah. You know, so. Uh, but, third, third but, but, but again, you and I have talked about it, Tom, and, uh, you know, we've been very efficient. I was going to say, third going, and I know one going and, into you know, Missouri, third and three or less, you were like close to 75%. So it's yeah. just been a recent issue. And third issue. and one, you know, or fourth and one, we've been efficient. Now that we have been stopped some, and that's not okay. And uh, But I could promise you this, the third and one that we missed Saturday, which was a big play because it was the opening possession, um, we can do it. We can block better. Later we had the same scenario. We, you know, doubled it all down and got a hat on a hat and got movement. You know, and uh, we've been efficient. We missed that one. Yeah, because uh, getting an early score would be huge the, the, when you're struggling like yeah, this. Yeah, without a doubt. And, and you're, you know, a new set of chains at the 50 or whatever it was close to it, you know. And, uh, and again, uh, you know, it kind of irritates us because the play before really it shouldn't even been third and one. We, yeah, it we, been a new we, first we, left, we left 10 yards on the field. 
Uh, Dylan asks, uh, and I'm sure this hasn't happened, but you can speak to if it's been lessened. He says, why have the QB designed runs been taken out of the offense? I know it hasn't been taken uh, out. I know well, you ran one last week. I yeah, it, again, valid point. I think with the game, the way we got behind and we're ch chasing a little bit last week, we had one called, and uh, that's the ball he dropped. Oh, that, Another that, one. That was, and uh, and, it, was set, and, and, and it was all logged. It was all blocked. It was – it's a shame because it was a, it was a well-designed play set up at the right time, and it was going to be a, a good gainer, and we dropped the ball. Let's go to uh, a call from Louisville. Tony, you're next up. Hey, Coach. I just want to call tonight, and, and, and as disappointed as you are, I, but I, I guess for the life of me, what I can't figure out is that we go in at halftime of the South Carolina game looking like, you know, the world is our oyster, and it's literally like – we put on different uniforms, came back out, and took the second half of the South Carolina game, I mean, our, our offense has just been anemic. And, uh, um, you know, we scored zero there. We, we go down and score seven at A&M on a reverse that we haven't ran again. We struggled to score 14 against Bandy. We barely scored nine against uh, Missouri, 17 after the game is over against Georgia, and then seven against Tennessee. So, yeah. I mean, we can sit here and – they this, that, and the other, and get better, and all the other things. But you know, when you go five and a half games and you don't score more than seventeen points in a game, <laughs> you know, Eddie Grand, Darren Henshaw is getting paid a lot of money up there to come up with solutions, and it doesn't look at me like anything happening. Yeah. So that's my frustration. I mean, I'm sure it's your frustration. All right. Yeah. Talk Somebody. About it. He's good. Oh, sorry. Uh, no, sorry. He's, Forty uh, years. It's killing me. Yeah. No, you're you're right, Tony, and. uh that's a valid frustration. I can promise you the, the gentleman that you just mentioned and myself are uh, a bit more frustrated than you are, you know, um, because they sit there and, and work, you know, 20 hours a day on this stuff and do it. But I'll say this. You're right, and we have to sit here and, and shoulder that and accept that, and you're, you're correct. The facts are the facts. And uh, but I also say, the, you know, the first possession of the second half that you were talking about against uh, um, South Carolina, we were up, what, 24 to three, Tom? Yeah. And, and so and we get the ball and, and uh, we pound the ball straight down the field and run probably a 12, 13 play drive and uh, chew up about five, six minutes on the clock and and get it down there and, and have a, a mistake and uh, end up kicking a field goal and missing it. So, is that on them as well, or, or do we have to make the field goal? You, you know what I mean? So, play drive so, so, we have a 14 play drive Saturday. We drop the ball, you know, um, and, uh, you know, there's other things that factor into it, but he, he's right, and nobody's denying that. And, uh, again, uh, you know, w w we accept that, and, and, but uh, you're not going to sit there and point fingers and cast the blame on people because they're also the same people that put us in a position that we're going to win the most games we have in, 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 you know, school history in the last, uh, what, 40 years? Yeah. How many years? 40? Yeah. Well, eight wins in well, 84. So, you know, and, and – uh, Or nine, excuse me. I, I believe in the last 40 years or however many years it's been, Tom, there's been some very good coaches here. Sure. sure. That have done a really good job that I have great respect for. And, uh, again, there's three people in the SEC that have better records than us. These programs have been doing things right for 50, 75, 100 years, and we're right in the middle of it. We're not perfect, 
but we're going to keep on striving and you're entitled to your frustration and we're as frustrated as you are. But also, uh, we found a recipe to win the most SEC games in the last three years is, is anybody in the history of this school. Because guess what? It's not easy. From Teddy on the Twitter feed, Coach, uh, in September, every, he said every, the most consistent description of the team was that they were physical. Um, Good, again, valid point. Has something happened to limit that no, physicality? No, no, very, very val valid point. Just like Tony's point was valid. I get it. I, I you know, but, but uh, we've also done, you know what I mean, we're not going to abandon the things that we've done. And we're going to build on them. And, and we're going to continue to do it. But, yes, being physical, again, there's a direct correlation with winning in the SEC with running the football and playing run defense. And I think, you know, part of me defends my staff and my people because I believe in them and everything else. And, like, listen, you know, you've seen it. You go rip it around 40, 50 times a game. You're not going to win more games. You know what I mean? It's just it's, yeah. it's not going to happen. Trust me. Especially to it's a lot of the – I can uh, promise you this. I've been here, what, six? Mm -hmm. If I'd have ripped it around, my butt would have been long fired. There's a, a lot <laughs> I could promise you. And a lot of the hires in the league are like you coming <laughs> yeah. from the defensive background. Trust, at Tennessee. trust me. So you're facing Tru defenses with that mentality. Trust me. I'd have been fired long ago. <laughs> Welcome back in to the show for our final segment. Uh, don't forget the Don Franklin Auto Countdown to Kickoff show is coming up on Saturday, starting at 10 a.m. Eastern for Kentucky and MTSU with Christy Thomas, Dusty Bonner, and Jeremy Jarman. Um, before we get back to a question, I want to ask you about your opponent, Middle Tennessee. Got an outstanding quarterback. I was looking at some numbers today. Uh, Brent Stockstill's coach's son. Yep. And they've played, I think, uh, nine Power 5 teams in the time he's been there, six of them from the SEC. And he's uh, like some like 17 TD, six interceptions. So he has good numbers. No, no doubt. They can throw the ball, and uh, they're efficient. And you could tell he's a coach's son. He's got like a, he's just got a bunch of moxie to him. He just makes plays. He he buys time. He throws the ball with great touch. Um, he knows where to go with the football. He's seen a lot of you know seen a lot of defenses and uh, very good player and uh, very well coached. And they're they're leading their conference. Anybody that's leading their conference at seven and one, you know they're a good football team. From David on the Twitter feed, coach, any way to evolve the Wildcat, uh, whether it would be jet sweeps or throwing out of it to keep them guessing. Definitely. Again, a good point and a good question. And yes, and um, you know we do. We, you know we do work on some of that stuff and, and have it in. And you know, like I've mentioned several times before, it, it does get frustrating because we have plays and you know. But you got to get first sense. You got to get it moving. You know, and that's the big thing. We've been we've been struggling. You know, with uh, staying ahead of the chains and just getting enough plays in there and getting getting moving and. Uh, but, yeah, we, we do have some creative things we could do out Probably of Probably more so than any other sport, football seems to feed on momentum, positively yeah. and negatively. Yeah. You yeah. hit a couple of big plays, right. and all at once it eases some tension um, yeah. for your yeah, offense. Yeah, let you play a little freer and just get going. It is. And, well, uh, I'm sure Tennessee hitting a couple of big plays made well, you have to loosen up you know, your defense When, when I say that, it, it's not just coach speak. I know people think I just say the same thing all the time. But, but like – you don't know what one play is going to make the difference. You know yeah. what I mean? Maybe it's a punt return, and, you, and the guy just lets go of his block instead of finishing it, and it scores, or, you know, just it's it's first and ten instead of third and one, or just anything. And uh, that's why every play is so critically important, and there's so many moving parts 
Um, but again, we, we, we know ultimately it, it comes down to being who we are. What the recipe we've had to win seven games has been a physical football team that has a chip on its shoulder, that plays fundamentally sound, and that executes. And, uh, you know, we, we're, we're not perfect, but we're striving to be. And uh, so we're going to keep on working on that. We're out of time to, to get yeah. to any more questions. So let me just finish up with this. Is that you're focusing on the next game. I understand yeah. that. But there are still, we talked about this last week, and there's still there some significant accomplishments for this team to look back on if they take care of business and do things that haven't been done in a long, long time, whether it's ranked, number of wins, yeah. whatever. So your guys uh, can can – Focus perhaps on on that or whatever you want them to focus on, I guess. But, I want, yeah. But the crowd, you can certainly use a big boost, and it's senior day, and it's a chance well, for your fans to come out and embrace these seniors. Without a doubt, thank you, Tom, and and that's correct because again, I was going to focus on getting my team motivated and ready to go, and and getting down to business what we need to do. But you're right, and and uh, I say that because those seniors do deserve the recognition that they deserve. We so greatly appreciate the fan base, and take great pride in it. Believe me, we're as frustrated in our building as you are on the outside about the outcome of certain games. But it does not diminish the fact that this team has won over a three-year span the most victories in the SEC in the history of this school. And we're going to work extremely hard to go for our eighth victory, which hasn't been done in a long time. Got to wrap it up. Good luck Saturday. Thank you, Tom, and thank you very much, and we look forward to seeing you Saturday. UK Sports Network. Thanks for listening to the UK Sports Network. To have this podcast sent straight to your mobile device, subscribe using iTunes, Stitcher, or SoundCloud.